Hello. Black Friday. Love it. <laughs> um, just let me pop my headphones in real quick. How was your Thanksgiving, Kelly? Amazing. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. Okay, great. Okay, great. So good. Um, so I was also having a good Black Friday um, until I took a few days off visiting family, um, had to turn on my work phone yesterday to check something. And um, there was an email that I guess had been sent to me on Wednesday, but I was already off office, so I didn't see it. Um, from the peer review committee at one of the hospitals that I work at, um, saying that they wanted to know why one of the cases I did maybe like eight, 10 weeks ago, um, why it took the amount of time it took, were there any complications, were there any issues during the case? Um, and I'm not sure where this is coming from, um, since it's been, so long since I've done the case. Um, I don't even remember who was in the OR with me. Um, during the case, the patient's doing fine. Um, and I've done like longer cases before and after. Um, we do, they do like a proctoring process at the hospital, which I've passed. So I don't think this is like a random, oh, we just, you know, pick cases every so often and review them. Um, and so there's kind of two arms to this that I wanted to discuss. Um, one is I found it really helpful when you and I went up, went through like um, when I got written up prior, um, I submitted whatever we discussed and I haven't heard anything. So I assume it just went away. And then the second arm of this where I'm constantly feeling um like threatened at this OR with my cases and with the case times, even though the patients are doing great and I've had no complications from these long surgeries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is this the first time you've had this peer review thing? Um, unless you call count the write up. Um, but yeah, so I guess it would be the first time. Okay. Welcome. <laughs> this is what period, this is what peer review things people do. Okay. Like, they literally exist to do this to people. Okay. Yeah. And the like, day before Thanksgiving, right? Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're, they're like death eaters. They're humans, but like death eaters. Cause they don't care. Yeah, Thanksgiving because <laughs> yeah. they work, they work like eight hour days, you know, yeah. and then they go home and then they're on vacation and they don't think about work. Right. Um, okay. So unlike, that's unlike us, <laughs> But I know all so, because I want to open, turn on my work phone to send somebody a message. Well, exactly. And like, yeah. how many times do our brains have to realize, like, if I don't want to deal with stress on vacation, I don't open up my email and my phone. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, let's just see if like I, if I won the lottery. Maybe that's what's going to be in there. <laughs> I wanted to see if my staff moved my Monday schedule. Yes or no. <laughs> I know. And like yeah. every time we log on, we're like, somebody's complaining, somebody's threatening, somebody's blah, blah, blah. And our brains are like, God damn it. Yeah. I didn't want any of that. We're like, well, then don't check yeah. that shit. Right. I know. I know. <laughs> but like, I still do it. I'm like yes. 10, 10 plus years in and I'm still like, but I'm like finally to the point of like, if I check this, it's possible there's going to be stuff I don't want to see on there. Do I still want to check this? The only benefit I think to checking is that um, then I could log on and get coaching about it today. 
because if I had waited till Monday, then I don't totally. know. Totally. Yeah, know, exactly. This, been is, able and to this is like absolutely perfect. Perfect yeah. stuff to get coached again because everybody else okay. here needs it too. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I'm to the point where like I won't log on to the EMR to see what time. Like I was just on vacation. I will not log on to see what when my day starts when I come back. I won't do it. I'll literally call somebody who can find that information for me because that's the only piece of information I want. Mm, mm, that's good. I can look at that in the future. <laughs> right? Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm trained of like, there's going to be 20 things in the inbox. Yeah. That my brain is on vacation. But Got yeah, it. Like, um, but, so, so yeah, I guess to answer your question, yes, first time peer review. Perfect. So this is what peer reviews exist. If they didn't have you, they wouldn't have a job. Right. I'm only saying that to be like, we, we add, we put so much meaning on it of like, why this happen? Who did this to me? Does do, is it because they think I'm a crappy surgeon is like our brains will do that. And it's like, all that shit's pointless. It just makes you feel shitty. Yeah. It's like the head of the peer review committee is an infectious disease doctor. And I obviously I don't think that person initiated it, but I'm like, what do you know about surgery? Nothing. They know nothing. Exactly. No, totally. And so your job because now you have to do a response, I'm assuming, if yeah. you're peer yes. Your job is to explain what you do to them yeah. in, a, in a very, like, factual way. Not in a, like, fuck you. Yeah, not that you're <laughs> going to say that. But, like, like, this is where, like, that C-line shit comes in super handy. Right. Because it's, like, just the facts, ma'am. Right. Of, like, this is what happened. This is what it took. This is, was a standard amount of time for the surgery. Please let me know if you have any follow-up questions. Like just the C's. And like when you write it, then be like, take all my thoughts and my feelings out of it. Right. And they'll be like, oh, thank you so much. I don't do this surgery. And like, I just got flagged as a random, every 200 surgeries, we've got to ask this question. Yeah. Again, like I said, I'm not sure that it was random or this is being like reported by the staff or other surgeons. Like I have no idea where this is coming from, which is like, the second arm of my concern aside from, you know, how it's the best way to respond to this. But we don't care. I mean, you can care, but you're creating misery for yourself. Yeah, I guess it's just feeling, becoming very, like it feels very threatening to me because um, I was recently on a session about this where the OR staff thinks it's okay now in my room to talk to me about these, like when I'm in the middle of another case. Um, even though, again, the patients are doing great. No one's had any anesthesia complications, no intra-op complications, like nothing post-op. Um, and aside from the fact that in the month of November, I did one long case there and the rest of my cases were under an hour, but yet somehow the focus just seems to be on these like bigger cases that I do. It's fascinating to people. Yeah. But yeah, like as much as like, just be aware, like your brain's trying to, to, to logically make sense of why this thing showed up in your inbox. Yeah. And like all the pain that that creates. Especially so many, it's been at least two months since I've operated on him based on his follow-up. Like if someone had a concern, I would have expected it to go through a little bit earlier, but I'm like, why this guy, you know? Oh, and no, why yeah. So but, 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 but don't you see your brain really wants to know why? Yeah, it does really want to know why. And nobody can, I mean, you can be like, hey, peer review team, why? Like if you want, but you don't even have to do that. They did leave the number of a quality assurance person who I was going to call, you know, obviously I want to come on here and kind of talk this yeah. through first, but to see, you know, is this, I don't know where this is coming from. Does it matter? 
Um, it just seems a little strange to me considering like some of the recent interactions with the staff. And then, um, I had, I think I had, I think I talked to you about how, um, the chief of service had come to me and said, you have to take general call now. And when I talked to him about it, he's actually leaving me alone for general call, but he's very focused on like why his group can't take the type of call I can take. So I'm like, is this coming from someone higher? Do I need to be like worried about the cases that I'm doing here? Like reputation wise almost. Right. I, I, know, I get it. But what I'm, what I'm, yeah. what I'm trying to bring up is like, who cares? Yeah. I guess I'm just concerned if people are like always talking about this, you know, whether it's to my face or by my back, like, is it, adversely affecting my reputation even though no one's looking at the important part which is the patients are doing great but my point is who cares if they're talking about you who cares you're still amazing you're still doing the best you can you're still doing excellent patient care and you're just creating your own suffering worrying about all this shit that you don't have answers to yeah, I guess I'm just worried about like how far in the community is it getting mostly because I decided, you know, I'm not going to stay at this job. So I'm kind of looking at other practices to join. And I was like, well, I don't All want more this. who cares. You're leaving. <laughs> well, I guess because some of the jobs I'm looking at, uh, they operate at the same hospital, too. So I'm like, well, I don't want people to get false information. My cases take a while. Yes, they do. But as long as there's no complication, I don't think it should matter. Even if there is a complication, it took what it took. Yeah. Um, That's I what I'm trying to see. You see, like, yeah. notice what's coming up when it's like the, the, the circumstance is peer review. Right. Totally. Like peer review committees exist. This is what they do. Right. right. Peer review committees get a peer review. Like, that's what they're going to do. And you've taken it into this, like, what does the community think? Like, I guess my concern is like, if it's coming from the staff, yes. So the staff understand some things. Yes. But there's a lot they don't understand. And so I almost feel like, well, is this coming from the staff that's like reporting stuff that aren't actually understanding, you know, how these cases need to be done? Cause I'm the only one who really does these types of cases there. And therefore it's then having like a negative effect on me, my reputation, whatever. Why does because it it's matter? From Why, let, let, let's get to it. Why does it matter what other people think? Um, what are you, you know, making? What own... are you making it mean if other people think this? I guess it's almost like if it comes down to it, it's almost embarrassing that people are talking, whether it's like to my face or behind my back, and then somehow it's gotten to this peer review committee. And if it was like surgeons who were concerned, I feel like that would be one thing. I don't think any surgeons are concerned. But if it's like the staff just being unknowledgeable about something and I'm like constantly the subject of this, it almost feels a little bit embarrassing to me. Okay. That's good. Okay. So I put in, so peer reviews of what's happening. The yeah. thought being people are talking. Mm-hmm. Fair. And then feeling. Well, yeah. Being... Where are they talking? Where are this coming from type of thing? Okay. Um, but remember, we can't put thoughts in the T or we can't put questions oh. in the T line because you'll just spin for, you know, five, okay. five days on, on trying to answer the question. So we put in a, okay, we put in a statement. So okay. people are talking. Um, we can say people are probably talking if we don't know for sure. And then feelings being embarrassment. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay, what happens when you feel embarrassment? Um, I've noticed like a change in my behavior. So I used to be someone who always slept great before the OR. And now I'm waking up like an hour before my alarm, like 4, 4.30, no matter what time I go to bed. So it's like I'm already exhausted to begin with. Now I'm not sleeping before the cases. Um, I very excitedly book the cases. Like I'm happy to operate on whoever I think is a good candidate or, you know, who needs it. But then when it comes to like the day or two before the case and I start prepping, then come the feelings of dread, like, oh my gosh, how long is this going to take? Why did I decide to do this? Um, you know, lots of ruminating. Um, yesterday, like I said, I'm home visiting family yesterday. I was pretty upset for an hour. Um, thanks to coaching, I cut it off at an hour and said, it's nice. I'm going for a walk, but still kind of wasted an hour. Thank you. <laughs> you know, crying about it and whatever. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so that coaching, that would have been a whole day thing, but after an hour, I was like, all right, we're done here. Go outside. That's amazing. That's, that takes years yeah. for people. Yeah. Years. <laughs> you're, you're doing very, very well. Okay, it's good to hear. (laughs) So when I feel embarrassed, I get poor sleep and I I start ruminating about, am I doing the right thing? Um, Anything you're not doing when you're sensing embarrassment? Um, I feel like I'm becoming, so this is the hospital OR, you know, if I was at my group surgery center, it would be fine, but there's no time for me there. Um, It's almost like I've become a little avoidant with the staff so I have like a more outgoing friendly personality which no matter how I've tried to rein in doesn't work for me like that's just who I am yeah. but I'll notice like Own it. I'll just Own talk it, to them yeah I mean that's just who I am yeah. <laughs> um I'll kind of rein it in a little bit I don't want to talk to them or I tell myself don't talk to them because I think it's appropriate to talk about you and your cases like you stuff. like you like you're like what's the word for it like you're monitoring yourself yes. to keep yourself in check so you are don't get embarrassed kind of because um what I discussed recently on a session was that I feel that because I'm more chatty that the OR staff then feels that they can like comment on whatever I'm doing whereas I feel like if I was maybe a more standoffish surgeon or like a quote unquote bitchy surgeon that they would not feel so comfortable doing this BS. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So what are, what are, are, what are you creating in your life with your poor sleep, your avoidant behavior and your ruminating? I mean, so much stress around operating. It's like made me hate operating like my whole, cause this has been going on for maybe like seven months now. Um, my whole personality, like in terms of how I feel about surgery and my practice and my life has changed. Like, you know, like most surgeons, I normally love the OR, but now I hate the OR. It's like, I almost dread my OR days. Mm -hmm. Like this week I have no cases booked. Um, I haven't been on call and I'm like, yes, like no cases instead of dang, I need to like go and do something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think. I think here's your work. The hating operating is not because there's a peer review committee. There's always been a peer review committee and there will always be a peer review committee. And their job is to review peers. They've they've labeled their, what they do very simply. (laughs) Like their job is to review peers. 
So you don't hate operating because a peer review committee exists. It's always existed. Mm -hmm. It's your thoughts. Yeah. It's your thoughts. And at the, at the end of the day, I love the, I love the quote of like, not everybody likes peaches. Like (laughs) if you're a peach, not everybody likes peaches. It's like a fact. Like you literally, and you know, women are trained to do this of like, make sure nobody hates you because they might talk about you and then you'll get kicked out of the club and then it's horrible. And we spend all this time and energy trying to people please and trying to make sure everybody else is okay. And then what happens is that we're not okay. Right. Yeah. I think that hits the nail on the head. Um, Cause like I said, when I booked the cases, I'm super excited. This long case I had recently was when my partner sent to me and said, Hey, can you take care of this? And I like very enthusiastically said yes. So I hate that. Like when it comes close to it, I'm like, Oh, this hospital, this case, like, why am I doing this when I'm perfectly capable of doing it? Yeah, of course you are. Of course you are. And like to see the thoughts of like, the peer review is bugging me because I'm trying to figure out who didn't like me. I'm trying to figure out what I did wrong to make somebody not like me. Yeah. You're just, you're taking up all of your bandwidth with it. Yes. (laughs) Fair enough. And I mean, at the end of the day, here's like where, you know, we get into doing feelings work of like truly, you know, like two steps back for everybody who was here. Like a feeling is a vibration in our body. And we really don't like feeling some vibrations in our body. We don't like feeling shame. We really don't like feeling embarrassment. We really don't feel like, you know, feeling like wrong. And it's like, those feelings will pass. And working on being like, what I'm feeling right now is embarrassment. Okay. Where is it? It's in my chest. Feels kind of tight. Feels a little cold. And like sit with it until it leaves. And then you can, pro- and that's called like processing the feelings. And like, this will keep coming up though. Number one, because we haven't processed it. But number two, because society tells women to be perfect and to like overanalyze ourselves and go buy shit so that we're perfect. So like this will keep coming up and be like, there it is again, because I was trained this way. And almost being a little more kind when it comes, because it'll come. Especially when peer review is doing their job on Wednesdays. (laughs) Yeah, um, for me, I feel sort of like that pit in my stomach when these feelings come up. Yep. And we, we work so hard to not feel these feelings and we're never trained of like, it's just a sensation. And I promise you it goes away, but we change our entire life trying not to feel them. Yeah. There's like a superpower to be like, I'm trying to avoid an empty pit in my stomach feeling. So I, so I'll eat, I'll ruminate, I'll drink alcohol. I'll, I'll be less of who I really am. Like all these things. And they're like, this is just a freaking feeling in my stomach. That's it. That's all embarrassment is. Mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because when I was getting proctoring for these cases, I had such a hard time getting proctoring because the other surgeons were like, we don't do these cases. We don't have privileges to do these cases. So you know, I'm kind of like, well, why are you letting this get to you when I don't think this is coming from another surgeon? Because they don't, they can't do these cases. They have no idea. Yep. 
Totally. Yeah, I would. So peer reviews come. Yeah. You fill it out very factually on Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. This was his diagnosis. This is what I did. This is how it took medically appropriate. Here's my cell phone. If you have any further questions and you send it back into the universe and nine times out of 10, you're like, nobody gets back to you. I know. And after that, like write up, no one got back to me. So I'm like, well, maybe no one will get back to me either. But just again, since it was about case time, I think it like triggered that same feeling that I've been having for a while now. And it'll only trigger that about you if you have your own thoughts about I take too long. Right. If you don't, Um, if you didn't have any of that inside of you, it would, that would have never triggered you. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Um, And something I need to go I don't want to turn my phone back on to look at it, but um, I need to look at the booking sheet. I'm pretty sure I booked this case for that amount of time. And this had come up before, like in a case before this peer review one, where someone said like, oh, is this like an appropriate time? And I said, yeah, look at the booking sheet. This is how long it's supposed to take. And then they kind of left me alone. Um, So I think I'm like even doubly pissed off because I'm pretty sure I booked it for this long. Because um, in my subspecialty, this is actually one of the hardest cases we do. This is how long it takes. Yep, totally. I mean, the, th- the thing is, like, you know everything about this and they don't know because they're not <clears throat> a surgeon who does the surgery like you do. So your yeah. job is just to, like, give them the facts. Yeah. Just give them the facts. And all of this, this is all your personal growth bonus. Like, this peer review <laughs> came up so that you can work on what other people think about you. Because you're going to need that for the future. Yeah. Um, and I guess when I think about it, I'm kind of having a hard time coming up with an intentional model around it. We can do one or you can just be like, I get, I get really worried about what people think about me because of this. Um, and, and and just you know, more acknowledge it. Because right now you're like, I cannot have them think bad things about me. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they're like, don't move to an intentional model until you can at least kind of understand this because there's so much understanding. And we just want to race away from it because if I turn the page, then I don't have to worry about what people are thinking about me. <laughs> right. But like, there's so much yeah. stuff here of like, even just getting neutral of like, I'm a person who cares greatly what people think. It's okay. It means I'm human. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, th- I guess I find the intentional models to be helpful because it you gives me almost You're like, like a turn the damn on. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. Let's give it to you. Okay. Peer review. I wrote down what you said before on the other page so far I can look at it again. <laughs> All right. How do you want to think about peer review? I just want to be neutral about it. Like, okay, here's a peer review. Fine. Just peer neutral. Review is neutral. How about yeah. that thought? Peer review is neutral. Yeah. Or peer reviews happen. You know, it's like my attitude's like, well, they happen to other people, not to me. Because <laughs> you're perfect. Right, exactly. Right. All right. There, let's let's pretend there's a perfect surgeon. They're still gonna get hit with the peer. It's what peer review does. Yeah. What they have to do. Like every Wednesday and Thanksgiving, we have to <laughs> review September. Like this what it's yeah. what. We, and we can't make them go away. I just really don't see them going away. This is, I don't this think they should. No, I don't think they should. I mean, if right? there's like, like a exist. legit frank concern, they should yeah. exist. But I'm like, why does anyone have a legit frank concern about this? 
Because they don't, because they, because who cares? Because maybe they don't even have a concern. Maybe they picked your name out of a, what happened in September hat. Right. Okay. How do you want to, what's your, what's our neutral thought about peer review? Um, that it doesn't mean anything about me. Oh. Look at that come out of your brain. Love it. Doesn't mean. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> right? Uh, I'd say that's better than neutral, but I, I'm not judging. There's a very nice thought. Okay. Uh, it doesn't mean anything about me. How does that make you feel? Um, it definitely makes me feel more calm and more, um, I don't know if factual is the right word, but yeah, more... I was thinking grounded. I don't know if that's, yeah. Okay. Sure. That's, I'm not going to, but don't use mine. I was just, it's oh. what came up. um, okay. I don't know how to put this into like a short sentence. It makes me feel like a guy who's like unbothered, unbothered. That's a good word. Unbothered. Yeah. love it yeah what do you do when you're unbothered just kind of let it go you know don't ruminate don't waste an hour on a nice day don't stress my family out um by RFEF stress them out very much discussing stuff with my job you know so it's like when this happens to me it has like a downstream effect of affecting other people too yeah okay don't ruminate don't push share Don't let it ruin like an otherwise really nice like family holiday. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's your result. Do you think that's your result? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Not ruin holiday. Boom. That wasn't hard. <laughs> no, that actually makes me feel a lot better. I think that one thought of it doesn't mean anything about me um kind of helps everything calm down totally doesn't mean anything about you um so I guess in your experience if we're going back to the response arm about this is it better to just be factual keep it short and sweet is it better to <clears throat> put in like more details I think shorter shorter is better okay and then the left iliac what no like they don't care <laughs> well, yeah yeah I mean I was gonna say you know this is how long it was booked for um so this is standard time this is you know a higher level case um and this patient actually had like on the spectrum of this high level case he was probably on like one of the highest uh, I guess um mo like in terms of difficulty like mm -hmm. I think this would have been difficult for anybody yep Yep. You um, just say that this, is a, this was a difficult case. It took as long as I booked it for. He, you know, patient outcome was standard of care. Yeah. Please let me know if you have any further concerns. Okay. Um, because like I said, because it's been two months, I don't, I, I remember who was scrubbed with me and I remember my first assist, but I don't really remember any like issues with setup and stuff because there's been lately some issues with like the circulator just not listening to me about the setup um but this is where i'm a little frustrated that it's two months later because i was like i don't know was there a problem this morning like not that i recall i wouldn't i wouldn't even go into it because nobody okay. remembers their setup two months later 
Okay, that's good. Okay. Um, yeah, you got this. Yeah, I'm like, is this the IRS where you give them the least amount of information or do you give them details because they're not surgeons? Right, right. I'd say, think of it more like the IRS. They can always ask for more information. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't um, need to be like, I have a really nice boat. Do you want to come and look at it? No. <laughs> don't tell the IRS that. Um, when this has happened, like, I guess either to you or to other surgeons you coach, like, do people... Like, is it recommend that you just keep doing what you're doing at these hospitals? Or mm-hmm. is it like, oh, the peer review committee is aware of you. Like, nope. see if you can take your cases elsewhere. Just keep being you. Okay. The peer review committee is aware of everybody. And here's the secret. There are some people they're really aware of. And it's not you. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And they're still operating at that hospital. Because there is, like, one other place I could go to. I don't because I do have some block time here. So it's, like, I kind of don't want to go to the other place. No. But I also don't want to create, like, problems for myself. Peer review means nothing about you. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Again, you know, just also trying awesome. to get advice for more experienced surgeons. Awesome. Um, so I feel like I'm too new in this world. Well, but. you the only way to not be new is to get peer review committee things and to get complications and to get people who don't like you. And then at some point you're like the velveteen <laughs> rabbit. Yeah. The only way you can get all like wisdom and warm and loved and all it's like, is just to keep showing up. Yeah. Like okay. all the new people have never had a peer review thing. <laughs> That's new. fair. That's fair. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it happens to everybody. Okay. That's totally. good to know. Because like I said, I kind of don't want to take my cases elsewhere, but I'm also tired of drama here. Yeah, yeah. Stop your own drama. It'll save you so much calories, brain calories. Yes. Peer review doesn't mean anything about me. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying about the intentional model where people want to like run away from the um, original model. But this is why I find them so helpful because I feel like if I can get a statement that I'm really convinced of, then I'm good. Awesome. I'm so, so. glad. Awesome. All right, well, thanks Friday. so much, Kelly. <laughs> Always a pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. All right. All right. Who's next? That was so helpful. I think a lot of other people got a lot out of that. I love everybody's name today. Everybody's changed their names and they're really good. I don't, I don't think you guys can see everybody's names. I'm gonna, I want to read them to you because they're amazing. We've got Black Friday, Alice in Wonderland, Ice Cold, which is awesome. It makes me think of hip hop. Saturday morning and turkey. (laughs) So good. All right. Anybody else got anything? There we go. Saturday morning. Hello. Hello, Saturday. Hey. How, how are you? Okay. Got a little bit of a URI, so not feeling super great, but I think the nation does, man. Mm-hmm. I have two young school days. Age children, so this fall has just been pretty much a continuous one. 
Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. This is the year yeah, for like all the other things that were like, we've been waiting. Wait, what was that? Like, this is the year for all the other viruses that were like, we've been waiting. Yes. I know. <laughs> it's been painful. <laughs> that's okay. Um, anyway, so, um, I think, so there's a few things that still just perpetually bother me and sometimes it has to do with work and sometimes it has to do with stuff that goes on just in general with life. And a lot of it, I think comes down to a scarcity mindset. Um, so for example, one thing that bothers me a lot is, um, uh, like things that revolve around money and hiring people in my house and, and stuff like that. Does that make sense? So, oh yeah, I got you. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, and, and it's, we're super busy. We're a double physician household. And so, um, we have to hire people if we want to get anything done. We don't have to do stuff, but usually if we want to get something done, we usually have to hire people to help us. I guess we don't have to, there's always choices, but, but then when I go to try to find someone, I don't trust what they do. I always think they overcharge. I always feel like I get ripped off, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, um, so like, for example, we had some painters come in and they charged a lot of money, but I had gotten a recommendation. And then I think they actually subcontracted out the work and they did a terrible job. And like it was, it wasn't bad, like on first glance. Um, so what had happened is they had done it. I came home late. It was dark. You know, I thought it looked okay. We didn't have like good lighting in the room yet. It's a long story. Anyway. So I, I paid the bill. And then like uh, a week later when I was there in the light and like looking at things, they really hadn't done a good job. And so um, then I like beat myself up for it. Um, like super annoid. Anyway, I don't know if I'm making a lot of sense, but you're making just you're, you're just being human. You're making a hundred percent sense. Yeah. And so what I want to be is like, what I, what I want to be like is, well, that sucks. Uh, it is what it is though. And let's just move on. But I keep revisiting it over and over again. Like should have hired someone else. I should have looked closer before I paid the bill. You know, this whole, like, um, I think part of it goes down to perfectionism and part of it goes down to scarcity. And I just like revisit things over and over again when what I want to do is just move on. <laughs> yeah. What, what I'm hearing is that you're beating yourself up for somebody else's mistakes. Yeah. So instead I blame myself. I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have paid them. I should have looked closer and like <laughs> tried to have them fix it first. You yeah. know, why is it always your fault? Right. I don't know. That's what <laughs> my default is. That's a good point. <laughs> if only I had done better. <laughs> right. Yeah. Somehow. Well, I mean, I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of it for only me to answer the question is like, that's how surgeons are trained, right? Like the buck yeah. literally always stops with you. Yeah. Like yeah, you have this yeah. team in your house, which include painters, but it's still your fault. Like that's just right. a very surgeon mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely that comes through in the OR a lot. You know, a patient can have a complication and I've got better at this over the years. Um, that had nothing to do with you. You did the best you can, but they got an infection post-op and something happened because of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it must've been something you did 10 minutes into the case. Right. Because you accidentally <laughs> drooled on that. Or, you know, something <laughs> like, like it always comes back to it and our brains are like, it always comes back to it. So like, 
beat yourself. Like, it's not like, why are you so weird that you beat yourself up? It's like, no, 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 you were probably trained this way, not only with surgeon, but also like childhood sometimes will train us that way. Like if I'm mm-hmm. good enough, then I, I stay under the radar. And sometimes not to bring everybody's childhood back into this, but like the, our, how we are, how we grow up often is reflected in some of these behaviors as adults. Oh, for sure. My mom does this all the time. And actually, sometimes it drives me crazy. There you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So because my point is like, there are people who aren't surgeons that still have this going on. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you can have like the double whammy of, oh, and your training. Um, I, I mean, I often, I don't know if you've heard me say this, but I often think like the people who become surgeons are because we're already so good with dealing with what becoming a surgeon is all about. Mm-hmm. Like we we're, we're fine with like chaos and working hard and trying to be perfect. Like we're already so good at that, that surgeon surgery is like, yeah, okay. <laughs> you excel at it. Yeah. Seems, it seems it. like I can handle this, you know? And then yeah. we're like, what's happening with my life? Yeah, no, totally. Actually, now that you say that, I I actually was had no idea what I wanted to do in medical school. And I had gone through like most of my rotations and I just, I was excelling at surgery. So I just kind of went that way. <laughs> Isn't it fascinating? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. It took me till like this year or last year to be like, oh, people were like trained for surgery before they started being surgery. Surgery just was like, it like actually like made sense to them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, all the other people are like, I can't handle working that hard and that sort of chaos and that sort of like perfectionism. I'm not going to do that. Like they self-selected right. out of surgery, right? Right. We're like, here, and here we are. Um, right. It's like, nice to meet all of us. So, so do you think it's, where does the scarcity mind, in your scenario, where does the scarcity mindset come up with that scenario? Well, so part of it is, so I'm annoyed they did a bad job and you're right. I, I, blaming myself. And that's a big part of it. When you said that, that definitely hit, hit one of the emotions. Um, but then part of me is like, well, if I hadn't paid so much money for the job, I wouldn't care as much, you know? Um, is that true? You would have been like, I didn't pay enough and it's shitty and I deserve it. <laughs> You're right. Then I would have been beating myself up. For- <laughs> You're like, I should have paid more money for this. That's and you did. Point. And it still turned out subpar. Right. Um, yeah, I'm right. to I be, I think, be then mad that I didn't hire someone else. Right? I know. Yeah, I mean, I think for this one, this scenario is more like choo- choosing to beat yourself up about it is like the completely optional part. Right. Right. What I've what I've realized too is um, sometimes I think I create anxiety on purpose because it gets me to do something about it <clears throat> and and what yes. I have to and and so like and partly that's how I've been so productive and I'm not saying it's necessarily healthy and there's other ways to go about it I'm just realizing that's my default you know that's amazing yeah that's amazing and like that's what's so amazing about I'll just I'll just say coaching did that to you but maybe it didn't but like the awareness of it People will yeah. go their whole lives and never have that awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And you, and now totally. you're like, oh, <laughs> right. Of like, yeah. so, so many of us. And again, I think it's, you know, both things, surgeon, the surgeon training and, you know, how we were raised, but like being calm and quiet is actually can be anxiety producing for people like us. We don't know what to yeah, do. And with I, 
I almost don't know how, like, I'm, I'm, I realize there's a way <clears throat> and I'm open to it, but I'm in the process of, I almost don't know how to like live my life without creating anxiety around things that I need to fix or get done yeah. or do or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Um, this for me was, but like my work on time scarcity, mm -hmm. which, which I used to, I mean, it, it still boils up, you know, I'm like, I don't have enough time. And I'm like, I have a 40 freaking weekend. Like, mm -hmm. Um, but the time scarcity for me and like working on that and just being like awareness for you of it is 97% of it because now you'll, now you're going to catch yourself. Right. Right. And what I, what I find is if I'm like, okay, I don't need to worry about that. And then I'll like, be, because I'm so busy, I'm like, oh shit, I was, supposed to do that or you know I didn't like oh I've been meaning to do that for like three months and I've never done it and what that should tell me is like oh it's not that important your life went on but instead I'm yes like, you know upset that <laughs> I didn't keep worrying about it so then I forgot about it and then I didn't get it done Does yeah that make sense? yeah <laughs> and I, I don't know if you write things down but to me I'm like if it really needs to happen and like I'll write it down plus mm -hmm. I love checking shit off but like if I, then I didn't do it, I'm like well I didn't write it down and it clearly didn't, wasn't important. And then to the, do the switch of like, this is going to happen at the moment it's supposed to happen. Sure. Not in yeah. the, like the, not in, you don't have to go super crazy woo with that, but like, <laughs> but you can be like, <laughs> that was, it, it, two weeks ago was not when it was supposed to happen because it didn't. Right. Now right. Is, is when it's going to happen. And just being very okay with like everything comes it happens when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And like me trying to fight that is just more energy out of me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I have started putting like everything into um, the calendar of my phone. <laughs> yeah. And one thing, you know, for, for tips for you is like scheduling downtime. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard to. Right, that's really you're like whoa, 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 and then, and then when you schedule downtime, you don't have an agenda. Like I'm gonna drink tea because blah 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 blah. I'm like no, 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 you're not like you literally have no agenda for it, but you got to do it in small like five minutes. Right. Mm -hmm. Not like half a day. Yeah. You'll go, you'll go crazy. Oh no, that wouldn't work. No. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> but like five minutes and. uh <laughs> Uh, Jess and I were just at this uh, mindfulness retreat in Maui, which I highly recommend. But um, mm -hmm. his his Eckhart Tolle's advice is three conscious breaths. Three. That's it. Just when you're like feeling overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Like the time for three. And he's like, if you don't have time for three freaking breaths. <laughs> that's a good point right I can't do that I don't have time and he's like exactly that's why you need to breathe um but like that's even less than five minutes that's right yeah mm -hmm. but a lot of it is just like catching it here I am doing that like it's that well-worn highway right like it mm -hmm. got you here yeah totally yeah and it now you're like but I think that the next half of my life I want to do it a little bit different Right. And we've talked about this before, knowing that this stuff is going to happen and it's not like it's still going to happen. And when it does happen, just realize it and recognize it. 
but don't beat myself up over, <laughs> over it. Totally. Totally. And, and to, you know, almost in like the loving, like, of course, anxiety comes first for me because I know how to do it so well. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. so good at it. Yeah. And to then purposefully, if you're like, well, I'd switch if it was easy. It's like, no, 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 it's not easy because <laughs> being anxious is easy. Right. It is for me. Right? At least. <laughs> yeah. And it's like to then switch, like it will take practice and intention yeah. and three deep breaths over and over and over again. Yeah. But there is, there is, I promise you, there is another side. Yeah. And I think, um, learning a different way to do it. And like you were saying, um, finding some, and I think that thought might work for me that like, well, this is when it was supposed to happen. Or, and the other thought I said already too, was that, um, well, it clearly wasn't that important. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or, even if it was, I'm actually really good at pivoting too. So I don't know why I don't take more comfort in that. You know, like if totally. I F something up, I'm pretty good at then figuring out what I need to do next. Like you can figure shit out better than 99% of the population. Right. Like you have such incredible, like all the surgeons do, right? Like our figuring shit out skills are like top of the game. Right. And I don't trust that very much. You know what I mean? Yeah. There are way, there are way more people that can't can't figure shit out like and, and the other thing that was, I'm just thinking about like back to training and like how we got into the like everything is absolutely important did you do this where you'd have like a piece of paper and you'd have check boxes for everything that needed to be get done like after rounds or something oh for everything and, like, yeah and everything did you notice how everything has exactly equal weight like recheck labs has as much weight because it's on the freaking checklist as like whatever redoing a, a suction dressing or something like that but like like if we put those little teeny things and we give them equal weight to everything else in our life maybe because of those damn lists in residency I that, I never thought of that till this moment I never thought of that either <laughs> but yes everything had to be done everything has every equal weight what if we weighted the importance of things differently and didn't put them all as equal equally important mm-hmm mm-hmm My help. Yeah, yeah. And I think I have done that sometimes, but I don't know if I do it intentionally always. No, no. But like, yeah, that's the thing is like the awareness of it's the first step, right? Right. And, and then right. just catching that. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, when you notice yourself, is that like awareness is all of this. Like when you notice yourself beating yourself up, you're like, oh, there I am. Mm-hmm. Beating myself yeah. up and thinking it's helpful. Yeah, not, yeah. But like catching that, I think helps break the cycle. It's just, I mean, it feels so shitty to beat ourselves up. And once you like start not beating yourself up, then you realize how really shitty it feels because you don't do it all the time. Because <laughs> when you do do it, yeah. you're like, ah, I wouldn't talk <laughs> that way to anybody else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You totally hit it on the head though, that I still think it's my fault. That was what was really at the root of it. <laughs> It's not your fault. Yeah. But you can, but, and you can do something about it because you're super good at figuring shit out. Right. Right. Yeah. One way or another. Right. Like it doesn't mean that you have to live with shitty, a shitty paint job for the next 20 years. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. I get frustrated because I'm like, either I'm going to have to do it myself or hire someone else. And I already spent all this money and that's, you know, where, where it just keeps going. But no, no. That's, and that's a very common surgeon thing. I think is like, I'm just going to do it. Cause it's, I'm going to be the best. And then you're like, why am I so tired? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> Awesome. All right. I'm going to get one more coach on one more person with their hand up on here. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on. You got this. I love it. Good morning. Are you taking that from a hip hop song? I just, I just think of hip hop, especially with how you spelled ice. Oh yeah. It should be right. (laughs) The hip hop surgeon. Well, that gets us in trouble, right? Especially if we put it on YouTube. Oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so here, here's what I was thinking. Um, I was we were I was with my family, and we went on a, a vacation, of, you know, over Thanksgiving, and it's to go skiing. And I, I like to take my family. Like I like to go skiing because it's like nice outside and it's physical activity. But maybe I don't like to ski that much, which but that doesn't bother me. Like, I'm okay. We'll just go and like, I'll ski a couple runs and then I'm done. I'll, I'll sit and wait or go back to where we're staying or whatever. But so I did that. Then of course my legs started hurting. So I went and sat down and like my um, husband and my kids went and did a few more runs and then they come to where I'm sitting. And then my, uh, my youngest kid was like, mom, you only went one one time, which I was like, totally fine that I'm just like enjoying sitting in the sunshine. Um, but then when she said that, I was just like, Hey, that's, that's cruddy because I don't want to feel that way. And then it put me in a bad mood and <laughs> let's do it. We'll do a quick model on it. Totally. <laughs> totally. Okay. Circumstance. What exactly did the kid say? Um, something about like, why did you only do that? one run mom but <laughs> well, I was gonna say why mom yeah why mom that's, that's why good. mom well I mean that's that's how it kind of relates to everything they're always saying why mom why did you why do mom? that why okay why and then what is skim milk <laughs> what's that but yeah why did you or, get like, yeah yeah exactly um okay what did you think about that uh well I it took it like my reaction to my kid was I just like got upset so um my my feeling was uh like that I just felt shitty <laughs> shitty it and I love putting and- shitty in the feeling like upset slash shitty <laughs> was there a thought like now now that you're like today's you know yeah Saturday right. and you can think back and sometimes yeah. it's just the feeling that comes it's not a conscious thought you know because people will you know for the people in the back of yeah. like we're not always aware of what the thought is, but when we do a model, cause we're like sitting back drinking coffee right. now, like a thought usually yeah. comes up. Yeah. So I think the thought was just like, why can't I be normal? Well, normal for my family and want to ski more. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, do we take any question and we make it a statement so we can do like, I'm not normal. I'm not normal. Not normal for this family. Yeah. And then he felt upset, shitty. Yep, fair enough. 
Um, what do you do when you are feeling upset and shitty? I kind of snapped back at her. I was like, mm-hmm. whoa, I forget yeah. what I said, but it wasn't very, I'm like, look, I'm, I brought you guys here. You guys should just go skiing. You ungrateful yes, right. child of a surgeon who gets to go skiing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Okay, snap back. Uh, what else? Well, then the result is that I'm upset. My husband's upset. The kids are upset. You're definitely not being normal now. <laughs> yeah, right. Now I just... <laughs> yeah, made upset family. I would say, I mean, the other thing, because, you know, under under actions, it's things that we do and then things that we don't do, right? right. You totally lose your curiosity of what she actually meant by that. Right. Yeah. Right. So, so no curiosity. Because, like, she, she maybe wanted to do another run with you. Totally legitimate yeah. on her end, right? Yeah. And, right. but, like, to... And I think, you know, because we have five minutes left and we got to go fast, but like how we could then create reflecting back on this is so good because then we can start to create that space between like person says something and I react to them. Right. And then that's our superpower. Right. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I didn't create that space here and this is the result of it. And it's not how I wanted it to turn out. But had I had I created space of when when they were like, why, mom? You could be like, oh, honey, I know that you really want me to ski more, but I am having the time of my life creating this vacation exactly how I want. Yeah. Right? Like, or what? whatever the response is. Yeah. Like, not assuming that the kid's like, I have an effed up mom. Because <laughs> they, right? they probably weren't thinking that. But you yeah. were thinking that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I, I mean, I think it's it's in all moms' natures to like, we want to be perfect for them and give them like the best childhood and give them the everything. And then we're like, but my vacation is me taking a couple of runs and enjoying the sun, which is like just as valid. <laughs> which is totally true. <laughs> right? Because then you're going to be a better, because you got the vacation you wanted, you're going to be yes. better, you know, 6 p.m. than like exhausted having done all the black diamonds all day long. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Any, any thoughts or questions about that? Yeah. I think that, that the change, the work to change the thought of I create, I'm creating what I want, how I want it to be and just not snap and just answer it that way. Yeah. And to me, like, there's so many, like, you know, coaching parenting books, like just on parenting in general. And it's pretty much all like create the space. So you're not reacting to the kid. That's like literally what all, what all the books are. Yeah. Okay. Is like, because we, they're, they're however old they are with their life experience and they want some, and we have, we just like, we assume a meaning to whatever they say. And it's like giving them the giving that space helps us end them. Right. Cool. But yeah, yeah I, just, I, like I, I just saved everybody like five parenting books right there. Create the space awesome. between stimulus and reaction and parenting gets way better. Yes. And then you can even be like, how are you feeling right now? Like not here on the ski slope, right? But how are you feeling yeah. that I'm not coming down another run with you? 
but then you like get their feelings and you start teaching your kids like f- their feelings and stuff like it's amazing yeah cool thanks Kelly. yeah you didn't do anything you didn't do anything wrong you had you were trying to have the vacation of your dreams <laughs> yes get a face suntan <laughs> yeah you get a face get some vitamin d yes exactly awesome cool. well, it was helpful sorry it was sorry it was short but i, I think it, was, it created some awareness Awesome. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, surgeons. We'll see you next time. Bye.